Hello, and thanks for joining us for Episode 9 of Speaking of MedTech, a podcast series from MedTech Insight on all things medical devices. I'm MedTech Insight Executive Editor Sean Schmidt. And I'm Steve Silverman, a former Compliance Director for the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's Device Center. I'm now head of the Silverman Group, a consultancy for industry. Before we begin, just a quick listening note. I'm having some challenges with the audio on my end this time around, so... And Steve, you sound perfect as always, but uh, we'll make sure we get those problems ironed out before our next podcast. So let's start the show. Steve and I are back after a bit of a hiatus for speaking of MedTech, but we promise that this new podcast is worth the wait. So let's dig in. And Steve, our topic for today, compliance, is, I would assume, one that is near and dear to your heart given your time as device compliance chief at the FDA. But we're going to go beyond compliance in our talk today. We're also focusing on compliance's relationship to quality. You know, Steve, it certainly seems like over the past decade or so, the FDA and industry have been advocating for quality over compliance. But in a recent op-ed you wrote for MedTechInsight.com, you argued that promoting compliance should be seen as a good goal for industry. So let's start with a rather basic question, but one that has to be asked, and that is, what's the difference between compliance and quality? Compliance means regulatory compliance, Sean, that is, meeting FDA regulations that control medical device design and manufacturing. Quality is more. What's interesting is that, depending on who you ask, quality doesn't have a specific uniform definition. You know, that said, we sometimes see definitions for quality. So I'll give you an example. A recent survey of device companies defined quality as excellent product and manufacturing practices. But other times, the definition of quality is more open-ended. In these cases, it's fair to say that quality goes beyond compliance to assure excellent, predictable, and reliable device performance. I think that another key question is why. That is, since FDA only requires regulatory compliance, why should device makers go further to pursue quality? And the answer has multiple parts. First, viewing compliance as a baseline regulatory requirement, the cost of doing business, means that there's room to do better. Device makers can adopt design and manufacturing practices that reliably produce excellent devices. Second, by focusing on quality, Device makers can spotlight regulatory requirements that may be official and, quote, on the books, but that doesn't actually drive valuable results. Device makers meet these paper requirements because FDA mandates them, but it's unclear whether they actually improve device safety and performance. When FDA has the same doubts, there's room to modify or even remove these requirements. Last, focusing on quality creates engagement opportunities between industry and FDA. The case for quality is a collective effort that brings FDA and industry and others together to find ways to improve device quality. Key to this is collaboration and consideration of all participants' perspectives. It's unusual to sit with regulators and brainstorm regulatory strategies. This work can produce long-standing, trust-based relationships that are hard to develop in other settings. And where does the medtech industry stand when it comes to the difference between compliance and quality? And I think a key question here is, do you think device manufacturers understand that difference? Industry definitely understands that compliance and quality are different and that quality is better. 
when you get beyond this high-level recognition, understanding varies. No question, industry participants in the case for quality know the difference between quality and compliance. But there are many, many other companies, from startups to market leaders, that don't understand the difference. When asked probing questions about what quality means, these firms often give answers that just mean really, really good compliance. So, so don't get me wrong. Good compliance is critical and valuable, but it's not the same as quality. And I suspect that many device makers don't see this. Why do manufacturers have that blind spot? And do you think the problem is that maybe industry has standard views of compliance and quality? So yes on compliance and no on quality. You can't survive as a device maker unless you comply with regulatory requirements. And whether we're talking about a niche device maker or an international business, knowing and meeting compliance requirements is essential. Quality is something different. As I said, some device makers do understand the difference between compliance and quality. Most of those firms are case for quality participants that have developed their understanding over years. And so contrast that with the thousands of firms that operate outside the case for quality. I'd bet my mortgage that these firms can't provide a cogent quality definition and that the definition that they do offer very wildly. So my next question seems simple and the answer obvious, and that is we know why medtech should care about quality, but why should medtech care about compliance? Look, Sean, I support the case for quality. In fact, I helped found the case for quality more than a decade ago and have backed it since then. But uniform, widespread quality is a long-term goal, and we're just not there yet. Meanwhile, so what do we do? Do we gloss over compliance, which is hard to achieve and often really valuable, or do we recognize compliance as essential to making safe and effective devices? Now, I think really the question answers itself. Compliance is comprehensive and demanding. Meeting compliance requirements involves resources, expertise, and effort. Not praising this work undercuts regulatory objectives and robs compliant device makers of their due. Does prioritizing quality give manufacturers advantages that compliance doesn't? I think it does, Sean. Chief among them is one that we've already discussed, the opportunity to collaborate with FDA staff to find better ways to make safe and effective devices. As I mentioned, those opportunities are rare and the relationships that they produce are valuable. There's also reputational benefit, and by that I mean several manufacturers have distinguished themselves by supporting the case for quality. These firms have shown deep understanding of compliance as a starting point and, more important, how to go beyond compliance towards device quality. In marketing their products, those accomplishments are noteworthy. It's fair for these firms to promote their products by saying, we understand quality and it's our benchmark. That knowledge drives our product's performance and distinguishes our products from competitors. That all makes sense, and I think most quality and regulatory professionals understand that compliance is absolutely an important goal to meet. But when is compliance and not quality the right focus? I'm not sure that compliance is ever the right focus as compared to quality, and I'm reluctant to back compliance on that basis. So what I'm saying, Sean, is that compliance counts. Compliance is a good thing that produces good results. Being compliant is challenging, and it requires expertise and commitment. So let's praise compliance as an accomplishment at the same time that we promote quality as the most valuable objective. Okay, but is there any benefit to focusing on compliance? Obviously, one very good reason is to stay out of hot water with regulators, but 
beyond that, what's the value in compliance? And what are maybe some of the disadvantages? As you say, Sean, compliance is really important, and it's what a lot of regulators pay attention to. Let's take the Medical Device Single Audit Program, or MDSAP, for example. FDA relies on MDSAP to use device inspections conducted by foreign regulators, and MDSAP has become a huge part of how FDA handles post-market oversight. In addition, lots of device companies get inspected exclusively through MDSAP. MDSAP is compliance-based, so program auditors exclusively check compliance with regulatory requirements. A compliance showing satisfies regulators and allows companies to keep operating, and that's a big accomplishment. In terms of disadvantages, we're talking about opportunity costs. There's no universe in which device companies are penalized for compliance. Still, there's more to work for, and by that I mean quality, and FDA is joining with industry to promote quality goals. So treating compliance as enough means losing the chance to work collaboratively with FDA and build trust-based relationships with agency staff, and I think that's a disadvantage. Is measuring quality a different type of task than measuring compliance? And if your answer is yes, which I'm assuming it is, then how should they be measured? Yeah, it's a different measure. So let me start with compliance because that's easier. We have device regulatory requirements. They're written down and often explained in agency documents. For example, device makers have to manage design inputs to meet design outputs, meaning what the device is supposed to do and whether the device actually does it. There's lots of information about those requirements and device makers can go deep to understand what FDA is looking for. So contrast that with device quality. As I said earlier, we have definitions of quality for specific purposes, like industry surveys, where it's described as excellent product and manufacturing practices. But what does excellent even mean? That term isn't defined by FDA, and the agency hasn't adopted other definitions of excellent. So when a definition is offered, it requires some interpretation. That's even more important when we get beyond things like industry surveys, Treating quality flexibly as subject to interpretation is good because it promotes iteration and creative thinking. But it's also a challenge because while we view quality as a North Star, we struggle to state precisely what quality is. Interesting. Okay, so let's bring the FDA's case for quality into the conversation mix. Is a compliance focus a threat to the case for quality? Could greater compliance be seen as a retreat from really what the case for quality stands for? My knee-jerk response is to say no. Compliance is not a threat to quality. The two principles work together. Um, But actually, Sean, compliance is a bit of a threat to quality, and here's why. The case for quality has created an imbalance, deprioritizing compliance and not giving it the credit it deserves. I think that we can right-size that balance, which means talking about quality while also recognizing the value of compliance. Still, we can't overcorrect. That is, if we become so enamored with compliance that we forget about quality, then we risk cutting away the heart of the case for quality, which is quality as an endpoint beyond compliance. Okay, but are there ways that promoting compliance can actually align with the case for quality and its many initiatives? I'll respond with some insights from a colleague who's very connected to the case for quality and whose perspective I really respect. Lots of people, me included, talk about the misalignment between compliance and quality. For example, having a quality device doesn't necessarily mean having a compliant device and vice versa. 
But my colleague noted that there's actually an essential intersection of compliance and quality. That is, when we're talking about really good compliance, excellent design and manufacturing practices that produce good devices, there's not much difference between compliance and quality. And I think that's a good point. The case for quality promotes excellent devices that reliably serve patients and healthcare providers. Quality is a concept that captures these results-driven outcomes and differentiates compliance that meets regulatory requirements without producing good devices. If you want to use different terminology for the same results, I'm not sure how much I care. Steve, like you said earlier, you've been involved with the case for quality since it was launched in 2010. So I'm guessing you've probably talked with case for quality leaders about your thoughts on this issue. If you have, then what have they said? Have they been receptive to your ideas? It's been a mixed bag. The colleague that I just mentioned immediately understood the compliance versus quality divide and the benefits of closing that divide in the right places, even by promoting good compliance. Other colleagues have been more reticent. Their view has been, let's not return to compliance with its shortcomings when we've put so much energy into quality. But with a little discussion, even those colleagues see that when I talk about compliance, it's not to the exclusion of quality. Instead, it's to reinforce the role of quality while also highlighting the importance and value of compliance. Let's talk a bit here about the FDA and its role in all of this. Do you see misalignment between compliance and quality inside and outside the agency? Yeah, there's definitely a misalignment, Sean, so I'll explain. The case for quality is not compliance-focused. You know that. It's not new information. Instead, what's relevant is who's sponsoring the case for quality at FDA, which is CDRH, the agency's device center. CDRH promotes moving beyond compliance to quality, and a side effect of that push is deprioritized compliance. At the same time, what's going on elsewhere in FDA? Understand, the case for quality and all of its programs cover just a slim part of the number of device inspections that FDA must complete in a given year. The vast majority follows standard FDA practice, and that means that inspections are conducted by a completely different group within FDA, typically the Office of Regulatory Affairs, or ORA, which is FDA's field inspection force. It also means that these inspections evaluate compliance. There's just no quality discussion. In fact, CDRH may never even hear about ORA inspections, and the companies being inspected may know nothing about the case for quality. And that imbalance is even bigger when we move outside of FDA. I mentioned earlier that the Medical Device Single Audit Program, or MDSAP, dominates device inspections, and that's a good thing. Um, But this whole program is based on compliance, and it does not endorse quality as a goal beyond compliance. So yeah, there's an imbalance. There is a committed core in CDRH saying quality is critical, and we need to promote it. And we have large parts of FDA and the rest of the device world saying we pay attention to compliance. What are some of the reasons for this misalignment? And what happens when compliance and quality aren't aligned? I'd say that the reasons are historical and operational. What I mean is historically and today, FDA has been compliance focused, and that makes sense. Compliance requirements are knowable, they're well documented, and they're widely accepted. 
In contrast, quality is something new. It has a smaller audience, it's less well-defined, and it asks for work beyond compliance. So don't get me wrong, I support quality as the orientating principle for device design and manufacture, but a divide between compliance and quality exists, and I think that the divide has to be bridged for the case for quality to succeed. Well, I don't think FDA would allow the case for quality to fail. It's not an option. So how can the program overcome this misalignment? I think you're right that the agency won't let the case for quality fail, Sean. So do I think the misalignment can be corrected? Sure, definitely. How? I can point to high-level objectives. I just don't have specific solutions at this point. So for example, there has to be more alignment within FDA, and that means that CDRH must coordinate its case for quality push with other parts of FDA, like ORA. Do all inspections need to follow case for quality principles? No, definitely not. But CDRH should be working actively with ORA to develop case for quality programs and build support for those programs inside and outside of FDA. We also need case for quality programs that don't require cross FDA support. So for example, there's a case for quality project underway to analyze and leverage device quality data. And that's a great way to learn about quality drivers. And as important, it doesn't need coordination with other FDA parts. I think that we have to find more spaces where CDRH and case for quality stakeholders can work independently, regardless of where the rest of FDA is focused. I would assume, or at least hope, that a vast majority of people in medtech are aware that the FDA intends to harmonize its quality system regulation with International Quality System Standard ISO 1345. The result as of now is a draft quality management system regulation, or QMSR. Do you think this harmonization work will have an effect on this compliance versus quality issue? And if so, how? Yeah, there will definitely be an effect. Compliance will be even more entrenched as the standard that regulators use. Plus, there will be closer alignment of FDA compliance requirements with foreign regulatory standards. And that's that's appropriate. That's helpful. But it shows that there has to be intentional and active promotion of quality as a point beyond compliance. Otherwise, Compliance is going to grow from a 600 to a 6,000 pound gorilla that drags quality to the top of the Empire State Building and eats it. All right then, Steve, this was a good discussion today. I think you're asking questions that others maybe aren't, and, you know, they're important questions to ask. So with that, we'll close out today's podcast. Look for our next episode of Speaking of MedTech soon. And in the meantime, you can listen to the first eight episodes of this series online now at medtechinsight.com. In fact, quality was the topic of our last episode, which was episode eight. So if you like this podcast, do check it out there. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter at medtech underscore insight. Until next time, thanks for listening. 